Hey everybody, Dr. Axe here. Welcome to the show. Hey, this week I'm so excited to have my co-host with me, Naomi Weddle, and you're gonna be seeing a lot more of Naomi. You know, there are people in the space that I just, I trust so much and that I think are some of the most brilliant, uh, brilliant people. And, and two of those people, we have Naomi and then Dr. Motley, Chris Motley, who I know uh, all of you have heard from as well. But Naomi is a very good friend of mine. I want to talk, talk about her for just a minute before, Naomi, we start chatting here. And we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about how to look younger and feel younger. We're, we're going to talk about all of the cutting edge things you can do to anti-age, to reverse disease, and to live to be 100 plus uh, we're going to talk about all that today. But uh, Naomi actually was born on an organic biodynamic farm in Switzerland and raised in Europe where her father, who was a chemist, taught her about all the elements needed to help heal the body. And even her grandmother um, actually helped her gather herbs and taught her to make tinctures. And she even suffered for years uh, eczema, debilitating eczema, and started that that traditional medicine couldn't fix, but that when she started to use this plant-based medicine and food-based medicine, it helped heal her body. And she has traveled the entire world studying regenerative medicine and how to heal the body, support the body in anti-aging. And also she is a, uh, she's been a really successful in business. She was a CEO of Reservage, which is a really uh, powerful supplement company and twin lab. And then now we work with her today with Ancient Nutrition here as well. Uh, but uh, she's my co-host. You're be hearing a lot more of her uh, because, again, she's one of those handful of people I respect so much. And I want you guys to hear more from her. So, Naomi, welcome to being a co host today on the show. Dr. Axe, I am absolutely honored and delighted to be here with you and so thrilled to be able to share my experiences over the past two decades. I've been in the natural products industry for two decades. Wow. And as you mentioned, you know, I was, I was born into it. And because I have suffered from autoimmune disorders my entire life from the time I was born, even before, obviously, uh, my health, my personal health journey has been my number one priority because without focusing on my health every single day, I wouldn't be able to function properly. The amount of inflammation in my body literally would just prohibit me from experiencing and living life in the way that I want to. So I feel very blessed and very thrilled to be able to be here with you today. Well, you know, one of the things I love too, is that as part of this, this, this show that we're doing on a regular basis, you know, I, I know like, I, I think it's so great to be able to hear both from, uh, you know, a female's perspective, a male's perspective, and also in, in, in a family's perspective, I know that yeah. you've raised three kids, right. And, yeah. um, and, you know, and managed your family and done all this. So I think being able to hear from you and you, you being able to share too, Hey, how have you been the CEO of a company? How have you been able to take care of your own health and raise a healthy family? All of these things together. I'm, I'm just excited to learn myself and to dive into this and all to say, I'm also excited to talk, you know, to, to learn from you because I know, again, you have literally traveled the world studying superfoods. And so anyways, excited. We can dive in and talk about anti-aging today. And one of the first things, Naomi, is this, is that you know, I think, and, and by the way, we're going to get to all the foods and the essential oils and the superfoods and all those things. One in particular that I'm really excited to hear from you about, but mindset is so key. I believe when it comes to 
anti-aging or aging slowly and gracefully. Talk to me about the mindset of what you see, the mindset that causes people to age more quickly. What's the mindset that causes somebody to, to look and feel younger? Just talk about mindset generally or anything you want to go on in terms of mindset, uh, mindset medicine. Oh, I love that you began with that question. So for me as an individual, uh, growing up in England, being born in Switzerland, uh, when I first came to the US, I was just under 12 years old and I arrived in New York City. So my mother is French, my father's English. And on my mother's side of the family, my grandfather is a quantum physicist. And so when I arrived in New York City, I arrived at the apartment that my grandparents had because he used to teach at Columbia University and he, and he taught physics there. So when I got out of the car, I was coming from the UK where everything is very small, right? Like we learn about sustainability as children. We use, I used all natural products. Um, we didn't use plastic. Our lunch was always in the same paper bag until that paper bag was no longer good. And then we'd switch it. Like, so I, I came from uh, a life of uh, very little waste. We didn't have a lot of clothing. We, we would just use things for a much longer period of time. And I got to the US and I looked around. I'm like, wow, the, the buildings are so tall. This walkway, you know, the cement is so big. The cars are massive. And I didn't know what an entrepreneur was. I didn't know what it was to create things, but I knew that I was in an environment where I could really innovate. And that was my mindset at that age. And so the first thing I started to do when I was in middle school is work on my mindset. So any sorts of fears or any sorts of limiting beliefs that I would have, I would explore those. I would write in my journal. I would listen to different meditations. I would teach myself to think in a certain way, even though my life didn't exhibit that. That was what I do. And by the way, I do it today. So, so my morning started today with working on my mindset. It's the first thing I do every day and it's what I do at night. And it's not something that I feel like, oh, I have to do this. This is how I feed myself in the best possible way so that I can experience the life that I want. You know, the power of our subconscious is so massive. And I do the same thing for my children, by the way. So um, I, have, I have a set of twins that are just about to turn six years old. And I have another son who is nine. And every night before they go to bed, we spend time reading together. And the reading that we do is very focused on mindset. So they understand visually that our brain, we can plant certain seeds in our mind. And we want to plant the seeds of kindness, the seeds of healthiness, the seeds of good hearted, the generosity seeds, and we want to take the seeds of fear out. So I'm already helping them to develop a mindset. Um, and it's very important for all of us. Yeah, it is. You know, one of the things studied and talked about in Chinese medicine and Ayurveda is how different emotions in the Bible talks about how different emotions actually harm our health and actually affect our different organ systems. So if somebody's living in a state of anger, they're aging their liver. If somebody's living in a state of worry, they're actually aging 
their digestive system. Think about this. You've, you've, people have talked about this for years. When, when somebody becomes president of the United States, there's so much stress involved that you'll see their hair go gray during their time in office, right? During stressful periods, people's hair will actually tend to, if it's around that time in life, will go, uh, you know, we'll start to change color because stress emotional stress and certain emotions, if they, if they are too much, they actually age our organs and different systems. And so anyways, yeah, our mindset is so important. I think, um, you know, I, there's a, uh, there's a quote, uh, as well from the Bible that says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So just knowing life, death, the power of your tongue. I mean, so, so that is such a profound statement. So just knowing that there's a, and I, I know you've probably, you, I don't know if you know, do you know, Bruce Lipton? Um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, his research is phenomenal and he wrote a book, I think it's called the biology of belief. And I read that book many years ago and I was so blown away because one of the chapters in the book, he goes through and he proves these people that had certain mindsets, how they were in their nineties, but looked like they were in their fifties and other people that were in their fifties and look, they were in their nineties. So literally you can lengthen your life by 40 years or shorten it by 40 or 50 years just by your mindset and the way you're thinking. So doing what Naomi's talking about, writing down what is the negative emotion you're that is recurring in you? Is there where's that seed, the seed of fear, the seed of worry, the seed of anxiety, pinpointing where that is, and then dealing with that and then fostering the opposite emotion. If it's fear, operate in faith and encourage. If it's if it's anxiety and peace and comfort. And so, you know, meditating on the opposite. What I do is I go to the Bible or it could be another religion or spiritual growth book. I really go to the Bible though and look at those and then and then start to focus on that opposite emotion, fostering that opposite emotion. There's someone else I know that I think Naomi and I are both aware of and her name is Caroline Leaf. And she wrote a book um, on, uh, I'm, I'm gonna forget, it's like switch switch on your brain. And so, uh, but her book is great because she goes through the formula for how to replace, you know, to get rid of the bad seed, replace it with a good seed and help that grow. And so anyways, mindset is critical as we're talking about this to you aging slower. Yeah. I would just add to that something so interesting um, that I experienced in my late twenties. So when I decided that I, because I had lived I grew up in Europe and I was so passionate about global health, like what we can learn from different cultures, different people. The first big trip I took was to Okinawa, right? So um, uh, two twins um, brothers, Dr. Wilcox, one of them was at Harvard and one of them went to Okinawa. They wrote a book called The Okinawan Diet. And I became so fascinated with the fact that the Okinawans had the largest group of centenarians anywhere, you know, per capita. And why were all of these centenarians living in this remote, you know, island around the, you know, right next to Japan? So how how could this be? And so I decided, okay, I'm going to get on a plane. I wrote to Dr. Wilcox. I wanted to come and meet him. And when I got there, I learned so much. And Dr. Axe, I would tell you the first thing that I observed was the mindset. So there would be people that were like 95, 96 years old, and their primary focus was on community, having fun, joking with each other, and riding around on their bicycles, like no joke. 
And they all respected and honored what they were putting into their mouth. So they drank tons of green tea. What I was also really blown away by was when I ordered salad, it wasn't like a traditional salad that we would have here in the US. It was actually made with all of these super herbs, like plants I had never seen in my life. And they ate these herbs every day throughout the day. And they had all of these easy, natural behaviors, but more than anything, they were so filled with joy. There was so much laughter and you see someone in their nineties and you think, my goodness, they're like 45 years old. They don't have the aches and pains. They look young. Their skin is fresh. It was just mind boggling. And that's what started me on the anti-aging journey because I saw how they were living. And then I looked at people here in our country and I'm like, wow, look at this disparity. Just like you're saying 40 or 50 years and it's all mindset. And that's what they taught me. And that's what Dr. Wilcox also taught me while I was over there. Wow. That's powerful. I love that. You know, I, uh, I read part of that book years ago, the Okinawan diet. And I'm talking about, this is probably 16 years ago, 15 yeah. years. I mean, it was a while, uh, but it was, man, the book was fantastic. You know, one of the, I remember this stat from this book, from that book. So they did research on men in Okinawa versus men in, in, in North America. And they found that the men, the men who were in their seventies in the U S had half the levels of testosterone than men that were over a hundred in Okinawa. And one of the things they correlated it with, I want to say that it, that the men in Okinawa on average consumed eight times the amount of antioxidants in their diet wow. as men in America. I don't know why, because I actually taught on this for a while and that was on my slide. So it wasn't just randomly remember the book. I actually taught this and that was one of the stats from that book for a while, but just it goes to show, I mean, green tea, you're getting all those polyphenols, you're getting it in the herbs from the salad you're getting, and we'll touch on food, but that's just, man, that's, and, but the mindset thing is so critical that you are again, focused on community, having fun, being filled with joy, people just being active, riding their bikes around, uh, man. And, and, you know, and we're living in a time today, I think that, uh, people have not really thought about how important necessarily or not everybody has really, I don't think thought about how important community is, you know? Yeah. And so I do think, I mean, community since the beginning of time, it's important that people recognize we are meant to be together. We are healthier together, hugging, shaking hands, embracing one another. That is a critical component to health. In fact, another friend of mine just did a, uh, was quoting a study and showing that when you hug somebody or shake their hand, there's a release of a hormone called oxytocin, which is the hormone that sort of creates mother-child bonding there as well. But there's this oxytocin that actually affects your mood, gives you joy, and uh, which is critical for the health of your immune system. So anyways, mindset is a, it's a big deal. And you spoke about testosterone and the men of Okinawa. And I think when we as women think about testosterone, so many of us say, no, 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 that's like, a male hormone, but what happens to us, and I've got to share this with everybody is that as we get older, not only are all of the hormones in our body changing, but the level at which testosterone can drop for a woman can create all sorts of different issues than you would even imagine. So aches and pains in our joints, confusion, a sense of overwhelm, and that all can lead to these negative emotions that you were talking about. So getting your hormones tested 
and then focusing on balancing like every single day I work on increasing my testosterone in my body, right? It's a, it's a daily focus for me because I know that I have more energy. I'm able to concentrate more effectively. I'm happier and my body feels better and it affects my mind, which is the most precious part of our body. Like you said, keeping that mindset in that right place. So I think as a woman, one of the best ways to, to really work on aging well, aging in a happy and healthy way, like the people of Okinawa is to help to increase and balance our hormones. Absolutely. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, cause I was doing one, uh, I was doing an, uh, a lecture talking about hormones and thinking about, you know, in talking about testosterone in women and think about there, there, there's no doubt that excess testosterone in women can cause some health issues, unwanted growing hair, things like that in certain areas of the body. But even in breastfeeding mothers, think about this. One of the two primary herbs used to support breast milk production is a natural, probably the number one testosterone booster. And it's fenugreek, you know, fenugreek more than any herb, probably up there with fennel, those two really support breast milk production, but fenugreek does it by increasing yang, according to Chinese medicine, which is Mm -hmm. your body creating things, which again, goes there with that anabolism, which is testosterone. So anyways, all that being said, yeah, a lot of times we kind of label, oh, this is good or bad, or this is good or bad when it's all about balance. And that's one of the things we'll find is I know as we dive into adaptogens here and other things, when you take the right things and eat the right way, your body will just bring itself out, bring itself into balance. It'll create the right amount of testosterone, the right amount of estrogen, progesterone, all of the others there too. So let's talk about some of the foods here as well. I know as you've traveled the world and you yourself really have focused on eating a diet that is keeping you, you know, looking so young and keeping you so active. What are some of the most critical foods that you recommend people should be getting into their diet when it comes to aging slower? Oh, great question. I love that question. I would say for me personally, you know, it's a journey and um, we're constantly evolving and learning about what our body needs. So what our body may have needed in our 20s versus our 30s versus our 40s, 50s, it's always changing. So mindset, first and foremost, having an open mindset that our body is our temple, and that if we listen to our body, we can understand that what might have been great for us a year ago, or five years ago may not be great for us today. And so learning to understand the language that your body is speaking to you, for me has been very, very important in what it is that I eat. I'll tell you a couple of things that have been staples. Uh, One thing that is so critical for my health, because of my autoimmune disorders, and because of the amount of inflammation that I fight every single day, it's really my green drink. So it's my herbs and my and my green vegetables. And I drink about 16 ounces every day. And I've been doing it almost all of my life. And my children do it right alongside me. So right before we got on our podcast here, I was worried because I was like, Oh, my gosh, the juicer is going downstairs in my house. And is that going to be heard? But we all drink our vegetable juices. So I started them like you could even start with your daughter now where you make her, her, her vegetable juice and you just add it into um, whatever it is that she's drinking and she won't know any different. So I like to add um, 
organic, always organic parsley. I love cilantro. I love all sorts of different um, herbs from the garden. And by the way, Dr. Axe, you know, I'm sitting here in Gainesville, Florida, which is where the University of Florida is. And I'm on my organic farm, which is about 10 acres of land. So I know that it's a much smaller version of what you guys do, but we have incredible compost. I have my herb garden. So we're able to get things fresh. People can do it easily in their homes, right? Like there's so many easy ways to incorporate health. Um, we have our vegetable gardens. We've just started our forest garden, which is where a lot of the that. mushrooms grow and so forth. But getting that green juice in every day, uh, I used to drink a lot of celery. And then I discovered over the past year, which sounds so bizarre, that my body is actually it's not an allergy, but it has an effect on my body that creates inflammation. And you would think celery of all things, never, but it's as I age, my body processes things differently. Um, so the green juice is, is critical. And, and then just using cucumbers or different vegetables um, are always sort of core. So super herbs, super foods are critical. I try to find as many superfoods as possible. And then rich polyphenol product ingredients, you know, like in Okinawa, they eat these purple potatoes, those are filled with polyphenols. So foods that have lots of dark colors, like the dark purples, uh, resveratrol is found in grapes it's found in the skin of grapes it's found in dark chocolate it's now, now i want you to talk about resveratrol for a minute because in the past you had founded a company and it was all about resveratrol i mean that was in almost every in many many products talk to me about resveratrol because we heard about it more years ago specifically regarding red wine but talk to us a little bit about resveratrol some of the benefits and how it acts on the body I fell in love with resveratrol, Dr. Axe, while I was in the south of France with my cousins. And so this is how I got so excited about it. I was in the south of France and one of my cousins, Dr. Eric, is a medical doctor and his wife is a nurse. And we were sitting there at dinner and they were drinking red wine and um, they were eating all of this super fatty food, right? Things that people here in the US would say, no, I can't eat that. There's too many calories. They paid no attention and they looked and they look today like the most beautiful people you've ever seen. And they just, they don't have to say no to their, to themselves. And so I thought, my gosh, this is so unfair. How do I bring some of this like joie de vivre, which is what we call it. How do I bring that into the U S and so I started thinking and talking and I decided to go to the university of Bordeaux where essentially the grandmothers and grandfathers of polyphenol research were, right? They led the world on polyphenol research. And I went to these researchers and I said, okay, talk to me about polyphenols. They come from blueberries. They come from grapes. Like there's so many ways that we can get polyphenols. What kinds of polyphenols do we need in our diet? And what is it going to do for us? And that's where I learned that the particular molecule resveratrol that can be found in so many foods, um, but it's found primarily sort of in the vine of the grape and it's a protecting agent for the plant. So not only does it protect the plant, 
but it also has the capacity to have an anti-aging effect on our bodies. So Dr. David Sinclair from Harvard in 2000, I think it was 2009, which is when I was just deciding to bring this French paradox, essentially, this concept of how the French can eat this very fatty diet and yet have some of the strongest cardiovascular systems in the westernized world. And it has everything to do with the things that they're eating, the polyphenols that they're getting, the wine that they're drinking. I had decided I wanted to bring from organic farms this beautiful resveratrol and source it from around the world and use the science that was coming out of the University of Bordeaux. Dr. David Sinclair at the same time at Harvard was doing research on how resveratrol activated certain genes, sirtuins in our body that had the same effect as caloric restriction. So there's all this research. If you reduce your caloric restriction by about 40%, it has this incredible anti-aging effect. So it switches on these genes that over time switch off, right? Like the sirtuin one, the sirt two. So we have these seven genes or these proteins that just naturally switch off, but resveratrol can switch them back on. So it sort of mimics this caloric restriction. And so I became so passionate about bringing the purest, cleanest version of this resveratrol into the market. And that's what I did in 2009. And everybody just went bonkers and got so happy and excited over it. And, you know, I'm still using it every day in my diet. I still take it every day. My family takes it every day and millions of other people. I love it. Yeah. I mean, resveratrol. And as you mentioned, again, grape skin, very, very high dose there, but also, you know, blueberry skin is another good one, some chocolate, some others, you know, so, and then the family polyphenols are found in many of the superfoods we're going to cover. So, so, so we've touched about a few things. So one, you'd mentioned resveratrol and some of those superfoods. So, so you had said, just as a reminder for everybody, foods and fruits with those dark skins, those really dark, beautiful colors, any other foods you want to mention there along with this? I would say, um, Anything that has, you know, that low glycemic index is very important. I know for me, and I think for everybody, when we're looking at aging well and having the energy that we want, uh, I got very passionate about personally for me, the keto lifestyle and, um, it reduced so much inflammation in my body. So I found that I've had tremendous anti-aging effects just by shifting the foods that I ate. So eating more of the high fat superfoods. So I eat a lot of coconut, use a lot of coconut oil. I eat a ton of avocados in my house, um, macadamia nuts, you know, peely nuts, like lots of different nuts. And I think the mushrooms, all, all of the different types of mushrooms. I mean, we were talking just before we started this um, about lion's mane and yeah. I have a huge container of lion's mane that we're cooking with constantly. We use it in so many dishes and it has like almost a bit of a thickening agent um, to it. And then we're just starting to grow it in our forest garden. So I think using different mushrooms, using what nature has and getting it in its freshest state is so critical to the anti-aging journey that, you know, I'm on and I'm sure so many others are also on. I love it. So good. A few of the foods that I want to throw in there too. One would be bone broth. You know, I think when we're thinking about our joints 
anti-aging and keeping our joints healthy, our gut healthy, and our bones healthy. I think bone broth is the number one superfood for that. Totally agree with Naomi, uh, Naomi with you on, you know, the berries and superfoods. We're going to talk about more about some specific fruits. Uh, actually, let's go into that here in a minute. I'm going to share a few, and then I'd love for you to share, share a few as well. You know, the vegetables, again, foods that are nutrient dense, loaded with nutrients that are low glycemic, as Naomi is talking about. So, an array of vegetables today I ate a big salad with arugula radicchio um i had in there i had watercress wow. uh, i did some olive oil and uh and anyways and so you know i had it, it was different you know so it was uh it's not what i have usually but i'm always trying to mix it up and get different vegetables in there and in terms of the fruits you got to be careful with over consuming sugar but but you know when you're doing berries and certain fruits like pomegranate you know that you're they're going to be lower glycemic and so my favorites are uh probably you know blueberries so the berries goji berries i love also doing uh i love figs figs might be my favorite fruit they just they're up there really love those and pomegranate. So getting those types of fruits in your diet uh, are important with a dark purple, dark red sort of colors. Salmon, getting those omega-3s. The astaxanthin, another incredible nutrient that's a fat-soluble antioxidant that's great for anti-aging for the brain and nervous system. And as Naomi mentioned, those healthy fats from olives, avocados, and coconut. You know, those three in particular are really fantastic. So those would be some of the foods. And then from a bear, fruit and berry standpoint, you know, we have access to just some incredible super fruits from across the world. The one that was used most in Chinese medicine was goji berry, also known as wolfberry or lyceum. And so uh, this berry in particular uh, is known to be great for uh, for, for anti-aging and for your heart. So again, that's probably one of my top ones would be goji berry that you have access to that you can snack on. You can buy it as a powder. And I also love shisandra. Shisandra was the fruit in Chinese medicine. It's known as one of the only foods that has all five flavors. And it's often, it's an adaptogenic berry, which is really unique. And so it's the berry that's used to support all organ systems, also powerful for anti-aging, really high in vitamin C. But those are two berries in particular that I'm just absolutely in love with, uh, especially the medicinal properties of Shisandra, also good for your immune system, overcoming mono, uh, and just generally strengthening your immune system. Shisandra is good for that as well. Um, so those are two of my favorites, Naomi. What are two or three of your favorite superfruits or berries that you recommend? I think that every day, incorporating various foods, things that you don't necessarily normally eat is so important. So you, I was listening to you about a week ago and you were saying that, you know, in general, we eat just the same 13 things right. over and over again. And that really stuck out in my mind because we need so much variety and we have access to so much variety. And I love that you said that because I've been thinking about that all week. Like, Am I focusing on these 13 foods? Uh, and, and one way that I like to create variety in my home is like you were talking about like goji berries or whatever the berry may be. I keep a variety of different berries in their dried form, like right on the counter in my kitchen. So your kitchen can be more like a lab where you're adding all sorts of various things into your foods. And, you know, with you having such a young little child, a child's taste buds, they have like twice as many 
taste buds as we do. So they're not going to be as willing to go into different areas, but it's our job to expand our palate and to also expand the palate of our family. So one way to do that is to have these wonderful berries in a dried form that can be added to all sorts of different dishes. And that leads me to my super favorite uh, superfood right now. And that's what we call spice fruit. So I had the amazing privilege of going to Cameroon into West Africa in this past year, because there was some science around this particular fruit that grows on these very tall trees in the Western part of Cameroon, which is actually West Africa and giraffes eat it <laughs> and other animals have to wait for it to fall. But what I learned was that people in Cameroon were consuming this particular spice, which tastes a little bit like nutmeg, this superfood every single day. So just like in India, where people are consuming turmeric every single day, and they've been doing it for thousands upon thousands of years, this particular spice was being and is consumed every day. And so I got very excited when I saw that the science was showing that this particular spice fruit had the capacity to help us become metabolically fit. So improving all of the metabolic factors, right? So blood sugar, blood pressure, the circumference of our midsection, the amount of body fat we have on our body, our, our sensitivity to insulin, our triglyceride levels, our cholesterol levels, like it was so powerful. And all of these people in Cameroon that were using this daily were getting these kind of benefits. So they were metabolically fit. And here in the US, to me, the biggest health issue that we have is the way that we convert food into energy. So the way that our metabolism works and the effects that it has. So 60, 70% of us are dealing with being overweight or obese. And then many of us, in addition to that, are experiencing, um, um, I would say like our metabolisms are not functioning optimally. And so I became obsessed with learning about how to incorporate this spice into my daily diet and then bringing it here to the US. And I'll tell you, Dr. Axe, my kids, we, we use it on our food every day. I take it in capsule form, my family, everybody takes it. And I'm just so passionate about the value of different superfoods with spice fruit being spice fruit being one of them. I love it. Yeah. Spice fruit. You know, th there are a lot of incredible superfruits. I know spice fruit is one that is really exciting. It's upcoming new research being released on it as well. So it, it's pretty awesome. And what is one or two others? Uh, throw out one other. What is your next favorite or next in line favorite super fruit? My next favorite super fruit would probably be just the daily use of, let's say, avocado. Yeah. And I know that go. it's very well used, but I eat avocado every single day and I'll eat one to two avocados without any sort of issue. I'll, I'll add it to my smoothie or I'll eat it in my salad. I just constantly eat it because there's so many nutrients and it's so nourishing, for example, to my brain. When we think about the good fats that are found in avocado and how our brain is mostly made up of fat, and especially as I'm going through so many hormonal changes in my life at this point, being able to nourish myself with good fats 
has a huge impact on my well-being. I love it. So good. Yeah. I mean, avocado and you know, a lot of people, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't think of avocado as a fruit. Of course it is. Has, and it's yes. the lowest glycemic of all the fruits, high in healthy fat. It really is incredible. You know, I was, I was uh, doing a, uh, a podcast myself. I was being interviewed earlier and uh, I was talking about how different foods look like different organ systems and how God made certain foods look like different organs. So you know what to eat. Avocados in particular look like a uterus and they're very high in magnesium and potassium, which, which I know when Chelsea was pregnant last time, they're like, take a lot of magnesium. It helps with cramps. It helps with relaxing the uterus. So it helps with childbirth, but magnesium and potassium, two minerals that are critical to hormonal health. And also all of the monounsaturated fats in there, all the other unique nutrients that make it so healthy for hormones and hormone production. So that's a fantastic one for anti-aging. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. I am so excited to share that my new book, Ancient Remedies is already a bestseller. When I started writing this book, I talked to Dr. Oz about the content and he was so excited that he wrote an endorsement for the book, which he rarely does. People like Carrie Underwood and Dr. Mark Hyman have been raving about the book and find out why this book already has more than 500 five-star reviews on Amazon in just a few short weeks. Head to draxcom forward slash ancient remedies to learn more about why this book will be your ultimate reference guide for healing over 70 health conditions, including including problems related to your immunity, digestion, hormones, and more. Plus, it has over 70 simple and delicious healing recipes. Again, go to DrAxe.com forward slash Ancient Remedies to learn more or get a copy today to see what all the buzz is about. Uh, I want to talk now, totally switch gears <laughs> in, in a way. We're going to keep talking about anti-aging but I know you and I have both talked about the benefits of fasting over the years. And so let's talk about how fasting can help you age more slowly. I love it. So I, I have been fasting since probably I was about 20 or 21 years old. So, you know, 47 years, uh, 47 years old I am now. So the past 27 years I've been fasting and I've done every kind of fast and I would tell you that for my body, fasting has been the most powerful anti-aging tool. And it's what's allowed me to reduce my inflammation to a place where a lot of times I won't even be dealing with it on a daily basis. And it comes from fasting. So what I love about fasting more than anything is that fasting activates autophagy. So autophagy means self-eating. And uh, I wrote my first book on autophagy and self-eating of the cell. So when you activate your autophagy, you're literally working with your own body to have this incredible anti-aging effect. So you're uh, essentially eliminating on a cellular level what you don't need, and you're recycling other parts of a cell or you're regenerating other parts of a cell. So it's all based on this process of autophagy and fasting is one of the best ways to activate autophagy. So you can do all sorts of fasting, right? There's so many variations of fasting and Dr. Fung and I have spent a lot of time, you know, really talking about fasting. And for me as a woman, 
there's a lot of research around men doing fasting, but there is a lot less research around women. So I'm so passionate and dedicated to us as women understanding what occurs within our body when we fast, how our hormones play a role. And I would tell you that for anyone who has not fasted, the best way to get started is to simply take one meal out of the day, the meal that you're the least passionate about and remove eight hours of eating during that period. So I love to always get the benefits of the fasting that we naturally do at night while we're sleeping and then taking out my first meal. So the first time I eat is around 11 or 12 or one, two in the afternoon. And that's my first meal. And sometimes, you know, I've, I've spent time where I've fasted for many days, 10 days, I've done water fasts, I've done dry fasts, I've done juice fasts, I've done vegetable fasts, many, many years ago, um, I've done lemon water fasts, I've uh, just incorporated all different forms. And I can tell you, Dr. Axe, there's nothing better than to give your body the chance to just rejuvenate. Yeah. You know, one of the powerful things about fasting, uh, is and first, let me say, we both know it's been used for thousands of years. I mean, yeah. it's referenced in, uh, you know, in the Bible many times for spiritual breakthroughs and health breakthroughs. So we know there's a lot of benefits there. In fact, people, the Daniel fast, you know, several times a year fasting is, uh, is recommended. And so fasting, the thing to think about this is, is that you're resting your organs. A lot of times people think foods heal them. They don't, your body heals itself. And so what happens is when, when you are like different foods in terms of macronutrients tax, different organ systems. So if you're eating a lot of carbs, you're overtaxing your pancreas. If you're eating a lot of protein or way too much protein can get a little hard on more of the liver, stomach, or kidneys. Uh, if it's too much fat, it's going to be liver gallbladder. So we know if you eat too much of anything, but what happens, the reason why keto works so well for people is the most overconsumed macronutrient by far are carbohydrates and sugar. So when somebody goes on a keto diet, their pancreas now is literally on a fast and it's like, whoa, I can now regenerate because your organ cannot simultaneously be working to digest and regenerate itself and heal itself. And that's one of the powerful things. When you fast, literally Every organ system and cell in your body is able to regenerate and cleanse and start to repair itself. And in this, this uh, process, as is, is, is Naomi's talking about, is autophagy. Your body is cleansing and repairing 24-7 because it's not having to work to do all these other things. So it really is so, so powerful. And I totally agree, Naomi, with your point there of just start with one meal. Just skip breakfast, okay? And then eat your lunch, eat your dinner. Uh, but just skip breakfast or just skip dinner, you know, just skip one meal. And that alone will go a really, really long way in getting your body in that state of autophagy, repair, regeneration, which has also been correlated with living longer and anti-aging. I want to talk about just a few more things here quick. Uh, I want to talk about herbs, spices, and mushrooms last. I do also though, before I get into that, I want to ask you about your personal skincare routine. My wife, Chelsea has a very, very specific routine. She follows all co covered just a couple of the things here after you go. But, uh, you know, 
how, you know, how is it that you have ran several companies, you have, you've had twins, you have another child, you've got three kids, all the things, and you look so young. How have you done it? Like what is all, and, and I know we've been talking a lot about inside out. That's most important, what you're feeding your body mentally and emotionally, but food, but also your skin, the skincare routine really is important for looking younger as well. What are some of the things that you do and some of the things that you use? I love that you asked that question. Uh, I would say that um, going back to autophagy for a second, um, when we activate autophagy in our skin, in our organs, in all parts of our body, it has that anti-aging effect. So for me personally, I have always been challenged with skin conditions because of the eczema that has been, you know, part of my whole constitution forever. So it was always less about what I was putting on my skin and so much about what I was putting into my skin. So I literally have sensitive skin and most people don't have sensitive skin. And so I am so much more sensitive to so many products. So 95% of the products that go on the skin, my body reacts to, so I can't do it. And we know that we absorb about 60% of what we put into our skin. So when I had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Yosunori Osumi, he is the researcher that I met in Tokyo that actually won the Nobel Prize for his research on autophagy. Wow. I had the amazing privilege of going and interviewing him. We spoke a little bit about how autophagy affects the skin. And when we fast, when we're activating our autophagy, our skin cells are literally getting to a place where they can become more youthful. So how do we do that? Well, topically, I use all of these superfoods that we were talking about. I use resveratrol. I'll use turmeric. I will use citrus bergamot fruit. I use a complex of essential fats. And I use that in my cleanser. So I developed a line of skincare called OMI outside meets inside. And that is really dedicated to activating autophagy. So it's in my cleanser, it's in my moisturizers, it's in my serums. Um, and my belief about skincare is less is more, right? So I don't like to put too much onto my skin to clog my skin. What I rather do is take the important nutrients that really strengthen it from the inside out. So you talk about your amazing bone broth. Hello. That's like everything for our skin, right? I first learned about it while I was all over Asia and everybody, everybody, every woman is drinking bone broth every single day for her joints, for her skin, for her collagen production. And so um, incorporating things like bone broth using clean and supernatural ingredients on your skin. Uh, I like to use products from like a company like Dr. Hauschka, which is very, very, very clean. I like a, a variety of different European products, but less is more like I'll use olive oil on my skin. I'll use all sorts of, you know, coconut oil. The other thing that I love to do, Dr. Axe, is I like to create a great, circulation process. So I'll mm. use different um, stones that I'll, I'll, you know, get the circulation going. I'll do a lot of different massage. I like to 
understand that the skin on our face is so different than the skin on our neck. And I've spent a great deal of time learning from amazing dermatologists and experts. I'll do yogurt masks because the prebiotics and the probiotics that are on our skin are so critical. Um, I don't treat my skin in a way that I wouldn't treat my body. So what's natural on the outside is natural on the inside. I don't do too much. And I try to drink a ton of like, right now I have really clean water, right? So this is mineral water. I love to get those minerals. You spoke about magnesium, my goodness. 90% of us as women do not get enough magnesium. I am more passionate about that mineral. It affects you know, more than 600 reactions in our body. I take tons of magnesium. I'll use magnesium lotion on my body. Um, and I treat this organ, not just on my face, but my overall skin from head to toe as my most precious organ, because it's the organ that's protecting us, right? It's yeah. protecting all the rest of our organs. So the more we can nourish it and take good care of it, the better our anti-aging health will be. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just mention for myself and for Chelsea, you know, from a skincare standpoint, we don't do a lot, but we do a few things very consistently. And for myself, a lot of our stuff is essential oil based that we use. I know we've used a lot of uh, yarrow palm, a lot of geranium, a lot of rose oil. Um, you know, those sort, those sort of oils, uh, you know, is, is what we probably, those are three of the most we use the most of um, is some of those floral oils. And then, um, you know, I use things that have things like aloe and green tea extract in them and some other things. But again, it's food, it's stuff you'd recognize, you know, most of the ingredients there okay. as, as well. Um, all right. One of the last things I want to cover here are herbs, spices, and mushrooms. Talk to you about two or three of your favorite herbs, spices, or mushrooms that you love taking for anti-aging. A couple of my favorite spices, herbs, and mushrooms. So certainly I'm very passionate about turmeric. I mean, it's, you know, you are talking a lot about the power of, you know, the golden milk. And I think it's just something that in my home we're using typically, I don't know, two to 3000 milligrams in our food every day. So I'm either drinking it as a tea or I'm, or we're using it fresh in our food, we're taking the curcumin. So I think that's, you know, absolutely one of my fundamental favorites. And then from my garden, as I mentioned to you before, I'm really passionate about cilantro. So cilantro has an incredible detoxifying effect on our body and it has um, tremendous effect for me. So I like to add cilantro to almost everything. And I know a lot of people, you know, they have the gene where cilantro can taste a little bit soapy. So for those folks, obviously it's not something for them, but what I've found is that if it's, if it's cilantro, if it's parsley, whatever the, the, the herb is that you can be incorporating into your life. If you can be making different pestos, making different sauces, and you really can get a concentrated form of it in its organic form, your body loves it. The other area that I'm really passionate about Dr. Axe are the microgreens. So I consume tons and tons and tons of sprouts, broccoli sprouts, you know, chicory sprouts, any mustard sprouts, like any kind of 
sprout, arugula sprouts, things that you may or may not have heard of. They're super easy to grow at home. And I will eat a salad filled, you know, with pea sprouts every single day. And I found that, you know, the sulforaphanic acid that's inside the broccoli sprout is such a powerful natural detoxifier. It helps to balance our hormones as women. And it's something that is a true staple. And then when you talk about mushrooms, of course, mushrooms are everything. We were just talking about lion's mane. And I would say that's my super favorite right now because we're using it so much in our cooking and in the food that we eat, but all different types of fermented mushrooms, all sorts of fermented foods are what are core to what I look at as sort of anti-aging spices and herbs and so forth. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I want to drop some of my favorites here too. And I think it really comes down to as well, as you said, this is so important. What works for you where you're at? And also knowing this, this is personalized medicine, you know, what we're yes. talking about here. And so knowing what works for you, if you're a person who has trouble sleeping in, you've got stress and those sort of things, reishi mushrooms, incredible. Reishi is great for the adrenal glands, great for the immunity, great for supporting sleep long-term. So reishi is powerful for you. Green tea, if you just need some natural energy, I mean, green tea extract, that compound in it called EGCG epigalactic catechin is like, you know, clinical studies have shown all these anti-cancer benefits, cellular health. So green tea is a great one. If you know you have thyroid issues and you have a lot of cortisol issues, ashwagandha, an amazing herb to lower stress and age slower. If you've got inflammation, Go with turmeric or galangal, herbs like that. They're going to be powerfully anti-inflammatory. Um, brain health. Naomi mentioned lion's mane. Lion's mane and ginkgo, probably the two most powerful herbs and mushrooms throughout history for supporting, for preventing neurocognitive decline or any sort of dementia or brain issue long-term. But I would throw out there two of my favorite, three of my favorites I use regularly, reishi, green tea, like matcha and turmeric are some really good ones to go with there as well for anti-aging. And I want to encourage everybody, um, just know, as I started off talking in the program about, you know, Naomi here is a dear friend of mine. Also, she's going to help co-host the show and even do some of the interviews here in the future is that we have myself, uh, Naomi here and Dr. Christopher Motley, who are going to all be part of the show a whole lot more here in the future. And the reason is, is I trust these two tremendously. They're good friends and they're two of the most knowledgeable people. As I said before, Naomi literally grew up on an organic biodynamic farm. She has traveled the world and interviewed people in places like Okinawa and Israel and Africa all over the world. And she is one of the most uh, brilliant minds when it comes to superfoods, anti-aging, hormonal health health and diets and all these things. So anyway, it's going to be excited. And also, by the way, Naomi does have a book. It's called Glow 15. You can find that on amazon.com. Just search Naomi Whittle uh, on Amazon or Naomi Whittle. And she's got a book called Glow 15, where she talks about autophagy and anti-aging a whole lot more there as well. And I, hey, if you've enjoyed this podcast, hey, please give us a five-star review. And uh, if, you have, if, if we didn't answer a question or if you listen to this podcast regular and you're saying, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear about a health problem I have, you can always search my name online. And we've, I've written a lot of articles. You could search Dr. Axe, 
diabetes or Dr. Axe collagen. And I've written in, in detail about these topics and you can find out more on draxe.com as well. Naomi, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate uh, all your wisdom you shared today about anti-aging and uh, excited for, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to be doing this regularly. So again, in probably four to six weeks. And I want to say uh, thanks again for being on today. I'm so honored, Dr. Axe, to be here with you. Your mission, your passion of helping people to become healthier versions of themselves, to heal themselves, your, the way that you teach is so remarkable. And I'm so thrilled to be part of this with you. And for all of us together, you know, we're learning and we're growing and we're getting healthier and we're all going to be living that much longer. So it's just truly a wonderful privilege to be here with you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Naomi. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast where we'll be teaching you how to use food as medicine. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.